Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. I'm known as the Mental MacGyver. I provide luxury level high performance support and coaching to executives, founders, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Tim Hawks. He's the Managing Director of Unlimited Potential, where he is a mental engineer and executive coach focusing on logical and practical solutions for challenging problems. I have Michael Davis. He's the founder of Speaking CPR, where he helps business leaders and speakers improve their presentations and speeches. I have Francesca Zampagnone. She yeah. runs a brand and image company called Dressed Smart and is the host of the podcast Office Flip Flops. The question I have today, if someone's intentions are good, but the outcome of the action is terrible, was it a good or bad thing? Michael, kick us off. The terrific question as always, Robin, and for, it makes me think of a frustration I've always had being in the sales world. Every year, sales managers ask their salespeople, how much are you going to sell this year? I don't know. What I do know is I plan on seeing this many people each week, each month, and throughout the year, and that is the intention. Mm. Now, is my outcome going to be good or bad? I don't know because I don't know who I'm going to meet yet. And I think if you've got the right intention, you cannot control outcomes. So I'm reluctant to blame somebody's good intentions for a bad outcome because mm. they can't control a lot of the factors that come into play. I'm intrigued you've brought blaming at this early stage because I haven't even considered blaming the conversation. I think that's that, um, something to come up with. Robin, I hate to pick you out, but you, uh, in the introductions here, you struggle with Francesca's name. Your intention was good, the outcome was it wasn't horrible that would be unfair is it a good or bad thing actually i think it's quite endearing i love the fact that you try and you know and, and i i think it's great so you know what i like good? i like that i can edit it so the people who watch this won't know that i still <laughs> 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 no, now you outed me <laughs> i've outed you there we go you see that for a good reason and i think you know what there's, there's a lot to be said that if we set out with the right intention whatever the outcome providing the intention was wholesome and it was authentic then really the outcome becomes irrelevant. Mm. The, the problem arises when that person's intention, such as somebody who wants to kill someone, for instance, is not really appropriate. And then it becomes a difficult one because the intention for them may have been good, but for the, for the victim perhaps wasn't. So I will say that when I first heard the question, as I mentioned, Dr. Robin, I said, I know the answer because if the intention is good, the outcome doesn't necessarily have to match because what's the outcome? Is that my intention and my outcome or is it somebody else's perception of that outcome? Let's start with the foundation. I want it to be good. That was my intention. So I'm sending it out that way. If it was misperceived or misunderstood by somebody else, I can't control that. As a child, when I would say I didn't mean it for it go, to go that way, I would be told you didn't think it through. So is it thinking it through, is that part of the intention or not? Well, that's a really good point. So I was trying to think of an example and I've just got this really twisted example in my head I'm going to throw out. You know, if your neighbor suddenly turns up in your garden and sort of says, I, I saw you sunbathing naked and I brought you some sun lotion because I was worried about you. Was the intention good? I don't know. You say, Robin, your parents saying, oh, you didn't think it through. Now, there are a set series of filters that our intention needs to go through to, for the outcome not to be important or regardless of whether it's good or bad. I think you have to be aware of the potential outcomes 
before you take action. For example, when I'm working with speakers, and this is one I get ever so often, somebody who come to me who's very strong in their religious faith, and they're reluctant to talk about it. And when I ask them why, well, I don't want people thinking I'm trying to convert them or I'm preaching at them. And I ask them about their intention. Is it to convert or preach, or is it to give people some of your backstory so we understand who you are? And to go back to what Francesca said, if they are authentic and they're just trying to give us an understanding of who they are, you can't control the audience member who gets annoyed with you because you brought up religion. I said, that's not your problem. That's theirs. They have an issue. If you're religious and you're going to speak to a group of atheists, you got to know the potential is there for a lot of conflict. But if you've got a, a bunch of folks who you're just trying to give your story to, whole different potential outcomes. So Tim brings up a good point about kind of knowing what's on the other end of that. So my husband and I are plant-based and I vex at using the word vegan because it has so much attached to it. And to your point, Michael, if I'm sharing that with someone, it's just information. I'm not trying to convert them. I'm not trying to tell them they're wrong. But if I say I'm vegan, people immediately will discount anything I say from that point forward. Even though my intention is not to do anything except just say, hey, don't feed me steak. This has come up for another quick hits, Robin, which is around the action is good or bad, doesn't matter. But if it harms somebody, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. You're saying you're a vegan. That's not going to harm anyone. They might have odd reactions, but then but the intention was good. But if it did harm someone like you were, were to kill them or turn up on their in your garden with the lotion, I think at that point, whether a good intention can be bad if somebody's harmed. Mm. Mm. I think of that in two ways though, to right, the physical versus the verbal harm. So there's a saying um, that my yoga instructor always says, because he's always telling jokes. Most of the time they're bad. Sometimes they're good. Clean jokes, right? Like for example, why is dark spelled with a K? Anybody know? Because you can't see in the dark. Oh, jeez. Like, duh, right? Like silly joke. But then he'll say a joke and he'll say, well, I thought that was funny. And then he'll remind us that if you take what I say personally, that's your problem, not mine. Right? You have got the option to leave the group, haven't you? And you have the option. But I think of some as an outcome, the intention's good. I always go back to where it started in the foundation. Especially think about a lot of the issues we have with language today. You have to be very mm. careful about what you say. Well, it gets to the point where, look, I'm going to say what I say. And if I say a word that offends up a couple of people in the audience, it wasn't my intent. I'm 60. I'm going to say something that may have, and I'm not talking the extreme racial or sexist or anything like that. It's just a word or two. It's like, hey, give me a break. Give me some grace here. I didn't intend to offend you. And if that's all you heard, you missed my bigger point. You're not the right person to be in my audience. There must be some kind of spectrum though, too. If I have good intention and it turns out really, really badly, and to your point, Tim, I harm someone, then my good intention doesn't solve the fact that it harms someone. And uh, Michael, what you were saying about if I say something that offends someone, sometimes I wonder, am I offensive or are you just offended? Those are different things. If I meant to be offensive, trust me, you would know it. There would not be a question. Right. Yeah. There's the attitude behind it. If I say something and it's called to my attention, if I say it again, then it is on me. Mm. I think you remind me, I think there was an incident on the, on the 
subway, wasn't there, of a US Marine holding a person down who had, I read it in the news, somebody causing trouble and they put them into a chokehold and killed them. And uh, so the intention's good. Let's take this person out, put them down, get them out of the way. And the, the outcome's appalling. <laughs> now that's a hugely difficult one to deal with, isn't it? Yeah, he probably right. meant to protect people. That was probably his intention, but that that doesn't negate the fact that there was a death and therefore he has, we go back to the thing you said at the top, Michael, blame. Blame has to be laid for that, right? Yeah, yes. but I'm also thinking about it from the point of the person who was intending to do harm to their group. They had an intention too, and they got an outcome they didn't expect. None of these issues, and what I love about your quick hits, Robin, all of them is nothing is black and white. There's, that's Couldn't why we have these black, black and white for 10 minutes <laughs> right that's right i do think there's a certain amount of intention that does require like you have to think about what are potential outcomes and that's part of what intention is is not just willy-nilly oh i think it's okay and doing things but having some thought behind it yeah but for me intention has a sort of vector it has a forward projection about it so when you know i you know i intend to means that somewhere in the future an act will happen whether it's immediate or over a long period of time and so in that moment of intention you've got the opportunity to filter to say what are the blame possibilities you know what what the harm possibilities here is this sensible reasonable and fair is this kind you know you have got that you must by definition have time to fathom out whether actually the in, the outcome's going to be good or bad and if it it doesn't matter either way based on your parameters that you've thrown in at the beginning that's a good point well it is my intention to keep this conversation to 10 minutes so i'm going to cut us off there thank you so much for having it with me and i look forward to speaking to each of you again very soon I have Francesca, I can't even say your first name now. Francesca, damn it. Say it for me. Francesca. Thank you. Francesca Zampagnone. She yeah. runs a brand and image company called Dressed Smart and is the host of the podcast Office Flip Flops. Was that okay, Francesca? That's perfect. Wonderful. Thank you.